Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We started last weekend with Jack Jedwab, the president of the Association for Canadian Studies, and they released their national poll, which was conducted by Leger. And they asked Canadians, the association did ask Canadians, how we nationally feel about immigration numbers. And we know that by 2025, the federal government plans to see the immigration numbers at 500,000 per year, just over 400,000 in this past year. And there's a lot of statistics that go along with that can be compared to what's happening in other countries, particularly G7 and G20 countries. We can do that another time, and we will. But let's have a look at what the response has been in Canada to this particular move by the federal government. And the Association for Canadian Studies found, and uh, the executive vice president of Leger suggested, that the 75% of poll respondents, now think about this, 75% of Canadians agreed that they were very or somewhat concerned that the plan to raise the immigration numbers to 500,000 would result in excessive demand for housing as well as health and social services. That's 75%, three out of four Canadians saying they are very or somewhat concerned that this plan, this number, would result in the excessive demand for housing as well as health and social services. This is even though the federal government tells us, look, there's a million jobs that need to be filled. And there's skilled international labor. And these skilled international individuals want to come to Canada, so we will fast track them and bring them here. But you still have three out of four Canadians expressing concerns that this is not going to be necessarily good for the country. Now, uh, Leger says, in part, in good, positive economic times, before the pandemic hit, these numbers might be different. But, says Bork, now I think there's a growing concern of how far and how much we can afford. The government might need to do a better job to explain the benefits of immigration to average Canadians, they're saying. A little more here, then we'll introduce our guest. Opinions were more divided over the number of immigrants uh, the government plans to admit, with 49% saying it was too many, 31 saying it was the right number, 5% it was not enough, and the rest didn't know. Why is there always that category of people? Well, maybe they're being honest. So immigration is always an issue that people um, have many and varied opinions on. But this one, Richard Curland, is one of this country's most respected immigration lawyers. He's in Vancouver. He's advised the federal government and the Quebec government because Quebec has its own immigration rules. Like Quebec had to vote on whether the sun was going to rise in the east or the west, and they decided it was going to be the east. Otherwise, we'd all be seeing the sunrise in the west. Am I being a little too uh, cynical, Richard? <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that Quebec always gets their own way. But you have, you've advised the federal and the provincial governments. You know the story. You know the story of this poll. Canadians, by and large, are favorably disposed toward immigration. But at this time, with the challenges we face economically, the, the, the inflationary trend, the interest rates rising, with people struggling to, you know, to fill their fridges and, and fill their vehicles on the same day, three out of four are saying they are very or somewhat concerned this plan to raise the numbers to 500,000, the federal government's argument notwithstanding, would result in excessive demand for housing as well as on health and social services. How do you interpret this? 
Well, they, they left off the most important part, <laughs> the biggest change in Canadian immigration policy has been to wave bye-bye to the decades-old method of welcome to Canada, get off the plane, and go look for a job and a house. So when someone's pitching half a million new immigrants, the public is thinking, what the heck? Where are we going to put another half million people? Wrong, wrong, wrong. These half million people are already here, living in Canada with temporary status. The biggest change ever uh, to our immigration system is that now you're just not going to be able to immigrate unless you're already living here, already paying taxes, already working or studying. In other words, big picture, you take the Band-Aid off the forehead that says temporary status, and you slap on a brand new Band-Aid that says permanent resident status. So the thought that in a couple of years we're going to receive half a million new folk is dead wrong. Dead wrong. And here's what Canada did. To its credit, a few years ago, we decided to increase the floating temporary status population. Pre-COVID, 2 million people. Temporary status, working here, living here. And so that's our pool. 2 million plus, and of the 2 million, over time, we're going to scoop out a couple hundred thousand here and there, up to 500,000 over uh, the years. No, housing is not going to be adversely impact. Our strategy has <laughs> delivered completely the opposite result of disaster. It's been a success here in the left coast. Guess who's living in those basements that uh, are mortgage helpers? Same thing for Greater 905416. The foreign students, when they got cut because of COVID, that caused a cash flow crunch. The foreign students who were unable to work here, that caused a reduction in labor supply. So I don't know who's selling the popcorn, but the idea that, uh-oh, we're going to let too many people in is just dead wrong, plainly contradicts our immigration selection system today because you have to be good enough to get here in the first place. You have to excel in human capital to be selected for permanent resident status. So we, we've done the right thing. We're on the right track. Someone fell asleep at the switch or just plain didn't tell the public uh, the, the accurate policies that are underlying our future immigration direction in this country. Okay, so what we're hearing, we're hearing the federal immigration minister say there's going to be an increase of 500,000 people coming into the country by 2025. We took in 400,000 this year, maybe 400,000 the year before. 
That's what people are responding to. You're saying they're already here, and what they're going to do is from the temp people who are here in temporary permits, as opposed to allowing 500,000 new immigrants to enter the country, they're going to transfer the, um, the status or change the status of the people who are temporary to permanent. And that's going to be counted. That's, so, Richard, that's going to be counted. No, hold on. Let me, ask, let me just be clear here. That is going to be counted as the new immigration number. Exactly. Exactly. So why don't they explain it that way? Well, I guess, uh, you know, they lost my phone number. What can I tell you? It, 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 it's that. Nobody. Important. Look, you're the, you're, the, you're the only person who's, I haven't heard anybody else say this. So, well, I, I, I told some journalist buds when, when the, the story started to get out yeah. uh, from the real estate sector. I said, no, they've got it dead wrong. But um, so know, they're not. So they're not. How many? So how many newcomers to Canada are going to be brought to the country? Then none. Well, we we, we have been uh, puffing up our temporary status population. It's going to come back to that two million uh, sweet mark, sweet spot, and uh, from that, the deal is if the people want to immigrate. You know how hard it is today. You're going to have to yeah, go out but, but to the like, internet. You're going to have to already be working. We're here told. Years. We're told there's a million jobs that need to be filled. Exactly. So, how do you fill the million jobs from the existing human capital already here? And th- I've been giving lectures on this for the last like uh, three months. It's the post-COVID economic restoration policy combined with a f- fight inflation economic policy, both using migration as a tool. Example, people here on study permits used to have a ceiling of 20 hours a week. Well, by ripping out that ceiling, the government overnight added hundreds of thousands of uh, students able to work 40 hours and more. And that's an automatic increase, dramatic increase in the labor supply of precisely the uh, vacancies that need filling. So it's that kind of creative uh, work uh, done by policy people in immigration that's going to drive in a positive way our real estate sector. The real estate sector demand isn't going to be increasing in downtown Vancouver or Toronto. It's the hinterland. Uh, we need greater values in real estate in our hinterland areas, and that's what the new immigration policy is all about. Yeah, but look, you get more points if you live there. Look, look, all I see though is the government saying five hundred thousand new people are going to be arriving in Canada in twenty twenty five. Well, I think that's bragging rights, political bragging rights, both liberals and conservatives. For a couple decades, after the Christmas party and the third martini, we're hoping, can we be the party that will be able to say publicly, half a million immigrants, we broke the barrier. And now it's going to be the federal liberal party with those bragging rights, uh, because they managed it, they did it, and it's on the agenda. So this is politically driven. What's... So, so how, how should they respond then? So, so, so how should they respond to the Association for Canadian Studies finding? Mm. And maybe all the questions that are being asked are being wrong now, but based on what you've said. But how do they de- hold on? How do they deal with how do how do they deal with seventy five percent of Canadians on this poll? saying they are very or somewhat concerned the plan would result in excessive demand for housing as well as health and social services. So if yeah. the government's going to let that slide by without, you know, explaining as you've explained, if that, if in fact that is their policy, and far be it for me to ever question you, 
but well, you know I'd never do that. To stand up and do it. I mean, the health demands, first of all, the students have their own private health insurance. So that's not a demand. The foreign workers are paying into the system in taxes and Medicare yeah. premiums. That's not the excessive demand. So what's left? Uh, I, yeah. I don't get it. It's well, just, but, no, no but what's 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 left is you threw me a, you threw me such a curveball here. If it were baseball, I would I would have struck out in a, in a heartbeat. And I used to hit a curveball pretty well. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for your slider. Well, you'd have to duck because all that wet stuff would come in <laughs> off the end of it. But uh, <laughs> I used to throw a spitball. Yeah. <laughs> well, it worked. But but we have a we have a story here. And it's been repeated again and again, and it's been pushed by the government that our immigration numbers are going up to 500,000 by 2025. And you're saying that's not going to happen because the immigrants they're going to count as coming to Canada in 2025 have already been here for years. That's it. I mean, who does really come uh, on that airplane into Canada? I don't know. Uh, for permanent residents who've not been here before? You've got... Um Spouses, so you've got maybe ten, twenty thousand of those, and uh, other than that, it's a very small number of uh, permanent residents. It's de minimis, two, three, four percent, and maybe ten thousand <clears> or <throat> fifteen thousand privately selected or group selected refugees. Okay. So well, they're they're also raising the number of refugees, right, to seventy nine thousand. Yeah, the, the the refugees, that's the job. You go into the camps and and pick the brightest and the best if you can, and then yeah. you know you meet your quota. Okay. Uh, but by and large, the idea that you're coming for the first time to Canada as an immigrant and you got to look for a place to live and a job, that's just not happening. So somebody, anymore. so somebody's not telling us what. In plain well, language, not, to, not in plain language, not that that's never done before, but, <laughs> but somebody's not telling us how it is except for Richard Curland. The story says, this survey that shows 75% of Canadians are concerned about the numbers of immigrants coming to Canada by 2025, half a million, says um, based on the online survey, Canadians polled between November 11 and 13. The results come about two weeks after Ottawa unveiled plans to admit 500,000 immigrants per year starting in 2025 to address a critical labor shortage across the country. The government and industry have described the new targets, which represent a significant increase over the 405,000 immigrants admitted last year, as critical for filling about a million job vacancies across the country and to offset Canada's aging workforce. And Richard, I also have an email here saying, sorry, your immigration lawyer's dead wrong. The immigration target is new arrivals in Canada. In 2022, there were 492 new permanent resident arrivals, 205,000 temporary residents, and 190,000 temporary residents already in Canada were moved from TR to PR. Canada's population grew by 700,000 in 2022, of which only 40,000 was net natural growth. Over to you. Yeah, uh, the word arrivals was wrong. Uh, you, 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 you don't arrive at permanent residence. The overwhelming majority are already here, and you get your confirmation of uh, permanent residence landing by Zoom, and, and you don't leave the house. So arrival is the buzzword. That is the wrong word. So uh, it, as long as you pluck that off of the tapioca, you'll be fine. So we're arguing potato and potato. Yeah, it's just, 
you can't even apply for permanent residence uh, for one of those provincial. Okay, so so let's uh, we only have a we only have a we only have a minute. So let's take your number Hmm. and what you've explained to us. The seventy-five percent of Canadians who say they're worried that the of the the impact on housing, social services, and um, and government services. So they have no no reason to be concerned. Uh, I'm always concerned about those items, but they have no reason to be concerned based on um, incorrect information that the floodgates are opening and we're getting half a million new human beings on Canadian soil. Dead wrong. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.